1800 453 106 that is the number if you want to get in touch now a couple of weeks ago I was chatting to a number of men who had all had hair transplants quite recently and they spoke to me about their reasons their decisions why they went to get one the improvement that it made to their self-confidence and how delighted they were with the results one of those was RTE broadcaster Dahi O'Shea well, do, do you know, it's something, Andre, that I had been thinking about for a, a long time. And then may, I've noticed in the last couple of years my hair getting very thin on top. And I suppose, really, my forehead getting a bit getting a bit bigger. So I wanted to do something about it. Um, it was just bugging me, annoying me, I suppose, that I was just uh, losing my hair. And I wanted to do something about it. And that's the main reason, really. Yeah, simple as that. And why not? Yeah. Well, and, and why not? Well, see, yeah. like I said, like say, I, I see it as investing in myself. Um, I, I think I look better. I think I do anyway. Well, you always sure. look great, Dad. <laughs> I don't know what other people may think, but I certainly <laughs> do. And do you know what, Andre? There's a confidence that goes with that. Yeah. And I know, like I'm 47 years of age. I know men in their late 20s and their their hair is thinning out and they're really, really worried about And so that's one of the reasons I wanted to do for myself. But the reason why I'm talking about it is just to put the message out there. Look, lads, this is an option. If if you want to do something about it, go do about it. And you shouldn't be embarrassed about it. You shouldn't have a, uh, a, a any kind of complex at all. It's there and go for it and make yourself feel better. Yeah, that's a broadcaster, Dahi O'Shea. And Dahi was one of a number of people who were here with me in the programme talking about their reasons to, to get a hair transplant. Well, our own Simon Tierney is with me here today because, Simon, you were writing about this in, in The Times and you feel that people need to stop portraying baldness as a condition that actually needs some form of a cure. Yeah, I think the reason why so many more Irish men are choosing to go to these hair transplant clinics is because men are constantly told now, especially over the last 10 years, that hair loss is some sort of disease that requires a solution. It isn't something, baldness isn't something that can be loved or accepted. And I think when celebrities... Um, endorse these procedures while their intentions uh, I imagine are are very good and sound they're actually inadvertently perpetuating um, the stigmatisation of baldness and I don't think that helps at all. Like, Is there a stigma? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely because um, like Dahi said in the clip there it, the, the hair restoration clinics are constantly telling you that if you have hair, you will become happy and you will become more confident, right? And the slogans that these um, clinics use are, are are delving into this. You know, they'll say things like self-confidence is the most attractive quality a man can have. But when you put that message out there, Andrea, you're equating um, having hair with confidence and happiness. And if you can afford to have these very expensive hair transplants, that's fine. But for the vast majority of men who can't afford it, they're left thinking, well, there's something wrong with me. I can't afford to have a solution for this. So do you think then is baldness portrayed as a negative Viewed negatively. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, this is part of a much broader body shaming culture that, uh, that, that has been inculcated over the last um, few years, particularly for the current generation. And while 
of the body shaming that takes place, uh, the burden of that is put on women. Women are told that they have to shave their legs, that they have to laser the hair off their legs. They're told that they have to get Botox. They're told that they have to put cream on their faces to get rid of their wrinkles. They're told this constantly. 10% of the amount of body shaming, a very small amount, happens to men. And the hair transplant industry is preying <laughs> on the vulnerabilities of men in this area. Should we not just ignore that? Like, is it any difference? Is it any different to, we'll say, for the example that I'm trying to think of is, you know, if I'm the only one in the photograph who hasn't had Botox, like I've said this before in the show, you know, I, I nearly feel under pressure to get Botox because all of a sudden I'm the only person who actually looks my age. But it's not right in that photograph. you should feel under but pressure choose, to do that. But I can choose to just ignore that. Well, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't... Yeah, but well, you, can, you can choose to ignore any sort of advertising. But with hair loss, and I, I tweeted about this earlier because I think it's the central point here, Andrea, is that men don't talk about this because it's trivialised, right? But this is something, male pattern baldness is something that really affects mm. men. We're particularly emotionally vulnerable to this. And what's reinforcing that vulnerability is the fact that everywhere we turn on television um, or in newspapers, in advertising in general, we're told that baldness is bad, that baldness is ugly. And we have celebrities, famous people who have considerable influence um, on our lives because of the positions that, they're, that they hold, um, telling us that, guys, there's a way out of this darkness. Um, you know, I was joking in my article in the Irish Times this morning, you know, it's it's like uh, if you have a spare euro, uh, please think about giving it to a bald man. It's got to the point where we are v- uh, almost, we're making bald, the bald community into victims. That These are people that, that need prevalent? to be saved. They need to be saved. Bald men do not need to be saved. A much better approach to this is acceptance, right? And what but I if really... It, but yeah. if it helps somebody, like if, if somebody decides, whoever they are, so I spoke to loads of people last week who, who've had hair transplants, like if, if it in any way, you know, if they'd make the decision themselves and it helps improve their confidence and they're happier with having gone through the hair transplant and they're happier with having hair in their head, like... They're not entitled to do that. They wouldn't need that in the first place if we created a culture which accepted and admired uh, bald men. Okay, Shane is with us on the line as well. Simon, eighteen hundred four five three one zero six is the number if you if you want to get in touch with us. Shane, you have had a hair transplant. Do you agree with Simon? Um, not really, to be honest. Um, like I think uh, for me, I got my hair transplant because. I was kind of stuck and I was getting down about it and seeing pictures of, you know, um, blown up birthday candles and stuff like that with your head downwards and it was just getting me down and I, I was stuck kind of um, and I wanted to get either it shaved off or hair transplant and it was kind of all in or all out. Um, so I decided to um, explore the options and I went to a place called Grow Club in Sandyford and got it done. Simple as that. Yeah. And did you, did you like? Um, you know, why, how do you feel after it? I mean, has it? How has it changed um, things? Yeah, no, it's 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 looking much better, um, and I just a little bit more confident about it. And my wife is much happier, which was part part of the reason to get it done as well. I know, I know, Simon was saying about you know stigmatizing stuff, but there's also the white factor and the female factor about it as well. So I just I, I I didn't catch the last bit, Shane. Say that again. Like it's also the wife factor and the female factor about getting the hair done as well. You know, sometimes we don't have any option. 
Okay. But you you don't feel like, or did you ever feel this because of the fact there's, well, there's probably more places, you know, doing hair transplants now in Ireland. I mean, I know more people that have gone abroad uh, to Turkey and various different places to get a hair transplant. Like, is Simon, has he a point about that? That there's, you know, there's maybe the constant marketing and messaging of it. There, There is a suggestion that, as he says, there's a way out, a solution. I suppose there is. I mean, like it's, you know, the modern world, there's a solution for everything. You know, um, it's just another, um, you know, beauty product out in the market that um, people can avail of. So why not? There's a texture here says, I'm amazed by how many people comment on my husband being bald. You'd never say it to a woman if she was bald. He's actually really self-conscious about it. He lost his hair in his 20s long before hair transplants were ever a thing. Another texture, try being a woman. Between Botox, weight loss pressure, it's absolutely impossible to avoid. This texture, I completely agree with Simon that it's trivialised. People rub my head, call me baldy, check the reflection in my head. I'm actually really self-conscious about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I can totally relate to what your texter is saying there. Your your guest on the other line, Shane, is it? Shane, yeah. Shane was saying that he got his procedure done with Grow Club, right? Grow Club, on their website, one of the things that they say is that they want to make hair transplants less of a taboo subject, right? And I find this really interesting because by destigmatizing hair transplants, what they're doing on the flip side of that and other hair restoration clinics, as they call themselves, is that they're re-stigmatizing baldness. So you're removing, because you're removing stigma from getting a hair transplant done. Thereby you're saying, it's okay to get hair transplants done. But the opposite meaning of that means that baldness is stigmatized but, but but for some of the listeners that I, and I've just read some of the, the messages there and there's more coming in like they, they do people do feel some people feel that there is a stigma about being bald and it's something that they don't like and they don't enjoy yeah, so but, if they found well someone was saying this to me earlier but if you want to get to the root cause of something if you'll excuse the the pun then you need to find some sort of acceptance in the original state of affairs. And that's for everybody in society to stop body shaming. Most of this happens to women, as I said at the top of the item. But if we stop body shaming people, then baldness will be accepted and loved as a, as a natural part of the male condition. Boldness is always portrayed, this texture says, as a negative in TVs and movies. It's always associated with getting old. No man wants to be bald and if they say otherwise, they're lying. I'd rather spend any savings I had on a, on a hair transplant than accepting it and feeling miserable every day. Another listener, as a woman, I like bald men. It never put me off in my single days when online dating. My partner is balding and although he's uncomfortable about it, I see it as, uh, as who he is. Men can be sensitive about this. I hate to hear stories of women pointing it out, though, as a deal breaker in some situations. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, and, and what Shane was saying there about the, the wife factor is really interesting. Um, I was sorry to hear that because um, that's a, an, an added pressure. I had a similar experience myself. Um, I'm happily married now, but when I was on the online dating scene, um, a woman commented on this uh, to me. She said, um, what did she say? Uh, just before we go any further, I just want to make sure that are you actually as bald as you appear in your photographs? And this is part uh, that the conversation ended mm. there. <laughs> yeah. But this is part of the the kind of um, the very relaxed way that people seem to 
to talk about and mock uh, baldness. It's seen as something which is is okay to to be openly critical about, um, and it's not okay for men to to stand up to it. Um, because they'll they'll be told that they're being too sensitive about okay. it. Okay, uh, a lot of a lot of um, early twenties men in their early twenties feel embarrassed if they're losing their hair. They should be encouraged to remedy it if they can. Says this texter. Young women of the same age have nothing to compare baldness to. They often use fillers and Botox freely. This is according to Rose. Uh, this texter Simon says your guest will have women not wearing makeup next. Well, women choose to wear makeup if they want, but that's not a a medical intervention. If you get a hair transplant, this is a serious uh, piece of surgery. You know, doing a hair transplant, I think it takes something like 10 hours under the knife. It's a very, very invasive procedure. I actually don't notice bald men, says another listener, but I do find it quite attractive. Uh, But as a woman in her early 40s, I'm starting to lose hair, my own hair, at the front and sides of my head. And I'm actually finding it quite scary. Another texter in there today. Lunchtime live at newstalk.com is the email address if you want to get in touch. I'm interested in people's thoughts on this. Like, do you agree with Simon? You know, is it a case that baldness, it, it, it doesn't need any cure at all? Why bother with any advertising around it? Or maybe you feel like Dahi O'Shea and so many others who were here with me in recent weeks on the programme talking about the fact, why not go and get one if it boosts your confidence? 1800 453 106, that's the number.